Hi, and welcome to From the Classroom. My name is Dr. J.P. Mosley, professor here at Heidelberg Theological Seminary. Uh, I teach biblical studies and systematic theology. I'm also the academic dean and registrar, and I'm coming to you from the classroom here solo as we are in the summer months. And this show uh, from, from the classroom is actually going to be talking about this coming up semester. As we begin, I want to I want to focus on a on a passage real quick, just to just to kind of give us a good reason for why uh, education, whether it's starting in preschool, elementary, junior high, confirmation class, high school, college, graduate program like a seminary or whatever, is important, especially for the church. It has a lot to do with what the Apostle Paul tells to uh, Pastor Timothy. In 2 Timothy 2.15, he's talking to the pastor, Pastor Timothy, about his work as a minister. And one of the things he says that I like to start the semester off, especially if I'm teaching a class like prolegomena, I like to start it off with, with this passage. What is seminary about? What are we doing here as an education, as an institution? And the call to the pastor is to be diligent to present yourself approved to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that last part is what a seminary curriculum is all about, helping us to rightly divide the word of truth. And it goes on, Paul goes on to talk about other aspects of the ministry. But for our purposes um, today, for what we're going to be talking about in this, what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast is is simply how does this coming semester help us to rightly divide the word of truth? And I want you to think about that, especially as you consider continuing to support Heidelberg Theological Seminary as we promote the gospel and as we teach men pastoral ministry, not just in RCUS pulpits and other other denominations and federations that are reformed, and also in our international theological studies program, such as the Philippines, what's coming up in other countries. We're really excited, and we're going to have a show on that uh, in the future when Dr. Dr. Kerner is back on with me. But to begin with, what's coming up is this next summer, this next semester is approaching, is we, we actually begin, and it's going to be earlier in August than it normally is, just because of uh, scheduling conflicts and various things, is the Doctrine of Ministry programs class, the, the Doctrine of Ministries class is the first week of August. And I'm going to try to give dates when I can. Uh, but in the first week of August, we have uh, Dr. Alan Strange, a minister in the OPC. Uh, and he's also um, a faculty member of Mid-America Reformed Seminary, my alma mater. Uh, got me into there. And Dr. Strange was one of my one of my professors there at the time. Uh, he teaches church history and apologetics. And then he teaches other things. He's he focuses on the Presbyterian history and polity. He does Robert's Rules of Order. And when I was there, he also taught um, uh, pastoral counseling. Well, uh, he'll be coming here once again to teach a course that he taught when I went through the doctoral program, and that is the spirituality of the church. And I know many of the men are really looking forward to it. And it's, it's an important subject, especially with the various things and act, uh, various activities that have gone on in our country uh, recently. Black Lives Matter, uh, critical race theory, and then even within the church, uh, how, how do we deal with things like the Me Too movement? 
that. So I'm kind of excited to have him come out and lend his expertise when it comes to the work that he did in his PhD on the spirituality of the church. And uh, I know he enjoys coming out and having these classes and we enjoy having them. It's a wonderful opportunity to be able to fellowship with the brethren and get to hear um, some really, really wonderful teaching from a, a master teacher. Uh, but that's that first week of August. We've got several men coming out uh, for that class. I, I don't exactly have the numbers. I think it's around six to eight men. But in the doctoral ministry program, we actually have uh, close to about the same amount of numbers men for, that are working on their projects together that were in that first group uh, that are finishing up their doctoral work uh, projects to, to graduate here eventually with a doctorate in ministry. Uh, real exciting things happening. Shortly after that, about two weeks after that, um, um, mid-August, we are having a class that I actually took my first year in the ministry in the RCUS, and it's it's called RCUS Distinctives, and it's it's a free course that we offer to brand new ministers or, or ministers that are new uh, in the RCUS, um, whether they're coming out of a seminary or they're coming in from another denomination and have taken and received a call in the RCUS. And it's a it's a seminar, and it's it's free for these guys to come in. And um, some of the things that we focus on is a little bit of the history of the RCUS, um, specifically, especially if they're coming into the Northern Plains of the South Central Classes, the history of those Germans from Russia. Um, uh, we talk about the various personalities of the church. We talk about the the rights of the church, and so really put an emphasis on confirmation and various things like that. And, um, and I know the, the section that I'm going to be given, a lot of that is what Dr. Perner focuses on, who's very much a son of the RCUS. Uh, I have the opportunity to talk about the various ways that we, we function as a, as a church. And so uh, policies and procedures and uh, position papers and various things like that. That's the section that I'll be covering in this seminar. And I'm looking forward to having those men come out, whether uh, some of them due to distance will be on, on Zoom, which uh, again, we were ahead of the curve when it came to the pandemic, needing to have Zoom and uh, the internet accessibility with the classroom and a live classroom experience that way. So we're gonna have some uh, probably on Zoom, but many of the other guys are gonna be able to travel and be here in person, which will just be a wonderful time of fellowship and uh, camaraderie and getting to grow uh, together as brothers in the Lord. Uh, I, I really benefited from that uh, that time when I had that. And I believe it was uh, the other minister was Reverend Travis Grassman, uh, who is, uh, uh, who has taught here at Heidelberg before. Following that, uh, it's the last part of August, we have our intensive week. And I, I'm happy to change that name because in the past here at Heidelberg, it's been the intensive class. And some good news for those who listen to this podcast, uh, we're now going to have to have two intensive courses happening at the same time. We've got a good incoming class, which then means our Reformed Worship course is on. It's for every first year, first year student. Uh, so that's happening. Dr. Kern will be teaching that. But then the other course that needed to happen for this particular academic year is uh, Homiletics II, uh, which is a course that I teach. It gets into the history of preaching, the history of homiletics. So we look at various sermons throughout the history of the church. And then we get into what I, what I wrote my... Uh, project on was how do you take what you learned in homiletics one and apply it to your study? How do you get it from really a sermon application? How, how do you apply the sermon? How do you apply the, the, uh, the challenge is moving from study to effectively communicating the gospel to people. 
and so that's what this intensive course is and i'm looking forward to who i have in the class i know dr printer is looking forward to who he has in the class uh, it's going to be it's going to be an exciting time here at the seminary as we have an intensive week um, that same week we have a board meeting uh, and following the board meeting will be our opening opening convocation or um, uh, opening convocation for the year and then that next Saturday, that following Saturday, which the convocations are Friday and the board meetings are Friday, so that Saturday, we are having new student orientation. And of course, for us, it probably we we, we encourage all of our students to be at this uh, provide provide a meal. And in that orientation, we're going to talk about the various things, study habits, what seminary education is going to be like. We'll have a we'll have a uh, uh, an opportunity for for roundtable type of discussion to just, if there's any questions. Um, it's really meant to be an encouragement to these guys. Some of them are starting for the first time. Some of them have been in it for a year. Some of them have been in it for three years. Some have been in for four years. We have a pretty good class size now. Um, so this, this is gonna be an encouraging time. And so that new student orientation, which is really just gonna be an orientation for all the students to get them back into the swing of seminary life, seminary work, and what's it going to take to get through this next semester and academic year? I do know one of the things that we're going to try to focus on in that orientation is going to be how to utilize Bible software like like Logos. Um, it may be a thing of the past to have, you know, books in one's library now that we've got accessibility things like Logos, and um, we're going to hopefully have someone present on how best to utilize. Uh, Logos is a Bible software for getting the best use of that tool uh, for the study, uh, for studying in seminary, for studying period. And so we're looking forward to that as well. And the last thing, and this will be the rest of this, uh, the rest of the show is going to be focusing on what we have coming up in the semester. And it's a pretty packed semester. Um, we've got, as I said, we've already got uh, coming up, the, the interim classes, the intensive classes of Reformed Worship uh, and Homiletics to uh, the History of Sermons and Sermon Application. Um, but then alongside that, we have, uh, every year we have a Bible language. And this year's Bible language is Hebrew. And so we have a pretty full course with that. Uh, uh, we're going to have roughly about six men in our opening Hebrew course, which that's that's kind of first year guys there. Some of them are coming in already having some seminary elsewhere, but um, Hebrew and at, here at Heidelberg, if they're going to take any of the Bible exegetical courses, biblical studies in Old Testament, they got to have Hebrew. Hebrews Hebrews mandatory. So is Greek for New Testament, but Greek was last year. Greek will be next year. This year is the Hebrew language. Um, we're also offering ancient church history for those students that need it. Uh, which will be a couple and then we have uh, for those brand new students that have not had it yet um, uh, my course on prolegomena which is um, uh, first things it's getting the doctrine of theology you know how do we how do we do theology how do we study theology how do we study doctrine um, what's philosophy and then we get into revelation uh, what's the doctrine of revelation this is very much kind of the prerequisite for any of the other systematic theology courses, you're not really going to get theology proper, the doctrine of God. You're not going to get uh, theological anthropology, doctrine of man, or Christology, or 
soteriology until you've got a grasp of the system that we're teaching at the seminary and that system is taught in pro Domino. And so that is a class I'm looking forward to teach. I've taught it, this will be now my fourth time, I think, teaching it in every year. It's uh, every time I teach it is, is, is different, it's exciting. We're also uh, gonna be having our apologetics year this, this time of the year. Uh, this part of the curriculum is now introducing apologetics to some of the students. And so introduction to apologetics and we have Reverend Hank Bowen from our congregation in Aberdeen, uh, South Dakota is coming down and he has got about five students there for intro to apologetics. We are really excited for that uh, opportunity for that. A um, couple of the courses that I'm teaching here is the Gospels and poetical books, Old Testament poetical books and then New Testament Gospels. And for the Gospels, it's going to be a pretty exciting class. Um, just, just for the simple fact that we get to get into the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Get into the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ. And what's exciting about that is I've, throughout my ministry, I've been preaching through the book of Matthew. And so uh, for my class, we're going to spend quite a bit of time in Matthew. And I've been teaching through the book of John. And so Mark and Luke, being a part of the Synoptic Gospels, uh, we'll, we'll cover some other things in there and in, in those gospels, but we're going to heavily look at Matthew, we're going to heavily look at John, and then uh, you know touch on parables. Now, part of every Bible course here at Heidelberg is what what we like to call a sermon lab. Um, think about you know when you have a scientist, you have a physician, you have um, they they have their lab, they have their time where they have to be in the lab doing experiments, and for us the sermon lab is that experiment time where they get to take the what they've learned in the classroom, the exegesis that they've uncovered, the theology that they've been digging up, and now it's time to go back to their labs at home, which is the study, um, kind of put on their lab coat and, and get into the, the nitty gritty of the text and then put together a sermon uh, based, on exege uh, based on the exegetical paper that they've written. They had to write a sermon. And towards the end of the semester, they have to deliver that sermon, the entire sermon, to the faculty of the seminary and the faculty will then respond and give certain feedback and, and, and helpful correction when need be. And so the gospels have that. Um, and so does the poetical books and in the poetical books, which is the old Testament course of teaching um, in there, again, all of these students will need to have had Hebrew for the gospels. They will all need to have had Greek. And so for the poetical books, we're going to be looking at, first of all, the Psalms. And we're going to consider um, the five books that make up the Psalms. We're going to consider Messianic Psalms. We're going to consider imprecatory Psalms. We're going to consider praise and lament. Now, when we get to praise and lament, we've got two other books in the Bible that really, that while many would argue uh, are categorically a part of wisdom literature, um, I, 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 can, I can see that. But I also think we need to recognize that the praise song not only is the psalms but it's also the song of psalms and the lament is not only in the psalms the book of psalms but it's also the book of lamentations and so we're going to also have that as a moment where we get to piggyback and consider that a little bit but then following that we'll also consider the rest of the wisdom literature which includes the psalms and includes song of songs it includes lamentations but it's also proverbs ecclesiastes and job 
And one of the things that I like to do with every Old Testament course, whether it's Pentateuch and, and Old Testament history, whether it's the prophets or here poetic literature, I like to also bridge the gap, so to speak, between the Old and the New Testament. And bridging the gap, what I mean by that is, what about that between Malachi and Matthew moment? Was there anything happening there? And I, it's towards the end of the semester, we'll bring up um, some archaeological evidence, prophets, history. But for poetry, we'll consider some of the intertestamental literature, wisdom literature that is found that continues to teach some biblical and gospel truths. As the Belgian Confession points out, there's some good in the Apocrypha, uh, but it's not meant to be preached. Uh, but it does help us understand uh, the culture, what people had coming into the days of the Gospels. And so we'll have a moment where we will kind of close out by looking at that, being, making sure we're aware of what's all in there. A brand new course, a brand new course that I'm teaching this semester is on Christian ethics. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Christian ethics uh, because it's a part of our systematic theology curriculum. Uh, and it's also going to get me to get into the Ten Commandments a little deeper uh, and, to, and to wrestle with the students a little bit uh, theologically, ethically. Um, and the way that Christian ethics works is it's, it's a walk through the implications of the Ten Commandments uh, for the world and for the church, uh, for the individual and for the family. And so we're going to be diving into that as well. That's, that's another one of the courses um, that I am teaching. That really brings us to the semester. As you can see, we have a full load here at the seminary because we are a four-year program. We tend to not have too many classes offered all at the same time like this. Uh, but uh, Lord willing, one of these days, and it is my prayer that we will get to that point where uh, we will have many more classes being offered because of the amount of faculty and, um, and the amount of students that we have need would be a great thing uh, to have that amount of uh, students coming in. So that leaves me to this last bit of the podcast, and that is dealing with the support for the seminary. Well, I want to thank you. I want to personally thank those that listen that have decided to personally support the work of Heidelberg Theological Seminary. Your support helps us to continue to have things like this podcast going, and it keeps it really keeps us going. And so I want to encourage you to go to HeidelbergSeminary.org and hit that support tab and, and, and become a patron of the seminary. That way we can continue to do the work here in Sioux Falls, uh, in this country, in the Philippines, and then Lord willing, even do some work in Kenya and, and other places that we have men that need to be trained for the ministry, um, for the church. Fundamentally, what I'm asking you to support is help us support training men to rightly divide the word of truth for our churches. Thank you, and this was from the classroom of Heidelberg Theological Center.